0: and welcome to We Do That, Careers That Make a Difference. I am Dr. Eric Legg, Associate Professor in the School of Community Resources and Development. And in this podcast, we're going to talk to alumni, faculty, and friends of our program about what they do, their ASU experience, and how they make a difference in the world. We hope you'll enjoy hearing from our amazing alumni, and I know you'll gain some insights and hear some great advice. <music> In our first episode, I'm gonna be talking to Chris Johnson, a 2019 graduate of our program and currently sports program coordinator at Sun Devil Fitness. It's my first time doing this, so I'm nervous. I've prepared a list of questions to guide us. I know Chris has a lot of insights to share and I'm hoping these questions get to that. Uh, I'm also hoping it doesn't sound too scripted and that Chris and I can simply have a, a conversation that we are sharing. You, Uh, But again, I I know Chris has a lot of insights, so let's hope we can get those out of him. Uh, Let's see how it goes. Enjoy. All right, Chris, well, I'm excited to have you join me. Um, It's rather fitting that you're one of the first people to do this because you were one of my first students when I came to ASU, Um, and you were actually definitely the first student who did undergraduate research with me. I didn't even know about the program until you introduced me to it. Um, and maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, We'll see. Um, So Chris is a a 2019 graduate, is that correct, of our Community Sport Management Program. It is now a sports program coordinator for Sun Devil Fitness and Wellness right downtown, Um, still with us. So uh, we're obviously going to talk about your education, your career, but uh, let's help folks get to know you a little bit first, some things we don't normally talk about. Um, Where'd you grow
1: up? Yeah, so first of all, thank you for having me. I'm excited to do this. <laughs> excited to represent ASU, um, as always, as I still am. Uh, so again, my name is Chris Johnson. Uh, I'm from Folsom, California, and came out here to um, the Valley for school back in 2015, and have kind of been here ever since. Um, went to grad school for a little bit, but now I'm back here. Um, like I said, born and raised in Folsom, California. Um and came out here to be a Sun Devil. So what were you like as a kid? Yeah, so I was sports, sports, sports. That's all that really mattered to me. Um at all as a kid. Um I played every single one of them. I was uh mediocre at every single one of them. Um, but you know, tried my hardest, was a little bit of a hothead when it came to sports, um, and just loved every single minute of it. My my family, when I was like three, four years old, right before I was able to like actually enroll in sports, um, they called me the boy without a team because I just wanted to be on a team so bad, um, <laughs> but wasn't quite old enough yet. So um, I started with T-ball when I was four and uh, you know never looked back from there.
0: I, I think people who know you will have a hard time imagining you as having a hot head, um, but uh, I understand people would say the same thing about me I wouldn't say my audit, but I've I've had my moments on the tennis court that I'm not proud of. Yeah. So yeah. Any
1: any fun stories from growing up as a kid? Any fun memories? Um okay. I did the whole yeah, I did the whole travel soccer thing. Um that's where I spent most of my sports childhood. Um joined the club soccer team when I was like eight years old and played all the way till I was 18. Um you no know, had great times with you know teammates and friends um traveling around California playing soccer um thinking that you know I was the best one out there and that I was you know going to go D1 and do all that stuff but had a had no looks at, at college soccer so I kind of came into my own in high school realizing that you know this is more of a fun thing for me um and, you know, it's worked out for me. And I'm still on that side of sport, the fun side.
0: Uh, I know you did some soccer refing. Did you start that in high school or later?
1: I started that, like, high school, before high school. I started refereeing soccer when I first could. Yeah. Um, I was – I forget what the age was at the time. It was, like, 13 years old or something like that. Um, yeah, if you want to get started – you know, young, you can. Um, I started roughing indoor soccer, which is kind of a good um, introduction, smaller field size, and that kind of stuff. Then made my way to outdoor and haven't, you know, I've ref soccer every year since I was probably, you know, 12, 13 years old. So,
0: yeah, it's a great way to get involved and helps you see the other side. So, you came from California. How did you get to ASU?
1: Yeah. So, my grandparents, uh, they lived in the valley, lived in Phoenix my whole life Uh, they moved out here shortly before I was born Uh, so I was always around you know ASU around the valley you know made a trip or two every year um and just you know loves coming to see campus I you know downtown didn't get started until I was like in high school but we'd always go to the the Tempe campus go walk around um, Never even really made it to any like ASU sporting events or anything, but yeah, you know, would watch them on TV and just kind of be like, you know, that's that's where I want to be someday. <laughs> um, that big school atmosphere that couldn't really get in California um, with the schools I could get into there. So I uh, knew this was kind of the the spot for me, and was you know thankful that I could make my way out here.
0: So so your major makes sense given how much you love sport, but a lot of people don't even realize that major exists. So how how did you how did you find it?
1: Yeah, so I always knew I wanted to work in sports. Um was kind of bouncing around between doing like an athletic training side of things or sports business or even going into like teaching and coaching. Um I kind of explored all those options when I was a senior in high school, Um, then since I really knew I wanted to go to ASU, um, just really just took the time to explore everything they had to offer. Um, It's fortunate that as part of the WUI program, the Western Undergraduate Exchange, that this community sports management uh, major was offered on a downtown campus, and that was really just a perfect fit for me because I knew at that point I didn't want to be a physical therapist or personal trainer or anything like that. So I knew I wanted to be on the kind of the administ- administrative side of sports. And uh, yeah, it was a major it was a perfect fit.
0: Yeah. And I agree. And, that, and that's, that's great. Perfect fit for you. I think it's a perfect fit for a lot of students who don't find it or don't realize it. Um, so kudos to you for realizing that and starting that, that early. Um, so uh, thinking about your time now and our, our students now, Um, what advice would you give to our current students based on your wisdom and experience?
1: Yeah, I would really just encourage everyone to put themselves out there and explore. And, you know, ASU is obviously a huge university, lots of campuses, lots of people, lots of, you know, networking opportunities all over the country. Um, that can be very daunting, but also like the greatest tool and resource you have, um, There's a lot of people here on campus and around the valley and, as I mentioned, everywhere that would want to help you. Um, Alumni, connections, network of some sort um, that you should really take advantage of. Um, So I took advantage of a few things. Um, Undergraduate research, um, my freshman year. Like Honestly, freshman, I really didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I went for it. and here we are, it paid off. Um, I think a lot of people need to have that kind of mentality of like, you know, just go for it and it's gonna pay off in the long run. You're gonna add stuff to your resume that you wouldn't if you stayed in your comfort zone. Um, And that goes with things like the research, um, class projects. You know, there's a lot of people that are given a, a task that they can kind of just like wing or rely on like a relative, like, for example, interviewing someone in an industry. You can find someone you're comfortable with, interview them and get your grade that way. Or you can put yourself out there, network with someone in the community and open your eyes to a different person, different sector of work um, that you never knew existed, which is kind of the opportunities I took advantage of. Um, So yeah, all that to say, put yourself out there.
0: So, so I want to talk about two things you were involved in. One you mentioned and one you did not. Um, yeah. First, undergraduate research. And it, first, I feel like I should apologize to you because I had no idea what I was doing with that program when you first came to me. I, I think we kind of made it work, but I, I do a lot of it now and I feel like it's a, a little more now what I'm doing. But um, I remember what, what you did for that. Do you remember?
1: Oh, yeah. The no, remember.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, so tell folks about what you did as part of that. Yeah, so we were looking
1: at, um, I mean, I'm not going to get all the details correct, but from my vantage point, um, (laughs) we were looking at some, you know, coaching behaviors in youth sport, um, some positive youth development themes, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, went out to a recreation program, kind of, uh, you know, visually looked at what, how coaches interacted with players, how players interact with them, vice versa. Um and then got some parent, just parent feedback, correct?
0: Uh, players actually.
1: Oh, parent and player. Okay, <laughs> parent and player feedback, um, on those relationships and kind of uncovered some interesting things of like, you know, what the athletes didn't like and what they did like and some things that, yeah. you know, weren't that shouldn't be in you know youth sports. <laughs> Um, so that was a really interesting project. And I'm glad I was part of it. Yeah, so,
0: so that's a great summary. I'll, I'll fill in some of the details for this. Yes. Um, so, so Chris and another student, Mercedes, um, who I have lost track of. I, I wonder what's happened to her. But um, we went up to Cottonwood and watched some youth basketball. And, and, and Chris, you guys had checklists of coaches' behaviors. Um, and then so you would kind of check off the good things, and the bad things they were doing at the game. And after the game, we would discreetly give those to them. And then, as you mentioned, at the end of the season, we surveyed players, um, both to see what kinds of coaching behaviors were effective in terms of positive development. I could geek out on that. I won't. Um, but also to see if giving them feedback helped. Unfortunately, it didn't. I'm not sure if that's because they didn't listen to us or what. <laughs> um, but, you know, did. I, I think it was, it was a good idea and fun to do. Uh, so the other thing I want to ask you about, and I'm, I'm hoping I'm remembering this correctly. Uh, I think you were involved in planning maybe even been our very first Spark conference, yep. uh, where we brought. What do you remember about that, and what kind of skills did you gain from that?
1: Yeah, so that was another thing I forgot to mention. of Involvement is uh, student orgs and clubs. Um, you are now called Spark, correct?
0: Yep, we are now Spark.
1: Yeah, okay. PRSA back in my day. <laughs> um, Yeah, Spark and I was part of that first conference. That was, as I talk about some of these things of like networking, that was my first big eye-opener of networking and like the power of it and the fact that people do wanna help you. Um, I remember, I was like, I was pretty nervous to approach any of the professionals that we did have on campus. Um, But I noticed a lot of them like approached me and were interested in what I was doing um and that kind of opened my eyes to like wow people do want to help you they really do care in this industry and like you know it's it's networking for them too they might you know find a great young professional Yeah, <laughs> at, I, at I studying did. so
0: yeah I, absolutely because I think glad you brought that up because I think students are always are their... Like, worried about pitching themselves, which is part of it, but those professionals are out looking for workers too. So they also want to meet you. So I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. Uh, and also, we're going to hopefully bring that back this year. We what, lost a couple of years to COVID and then I was on sabbatical, but we're coming back with right. it that year, this year. So hopefully, you'll come join us on oh. well, the other side now as the professional uh, <laughs> who people are afraid to approach. <laughs> but you know, yeah. it's like from both ends. Yeah. Um. So, uh, before we move on to your internship, any kind of moments you can think of during your ASU career, whether academically um, or, or socially or professionally, that just kind of stand out as, as memories that really impacted you?
1: Yeah, I think one thing from like the classroom that I've kind of taken with me is um, like yourself and um, and Dale Larson and others really talk about like value systems. Um, We talk a lot about that in our industry, but I think what really helped guide me through uh, my education and in this career is like establishing, establishing my own values (laughs) um, and how that really translates to what I want to do day to day, you know, in my professional life. Um, So I would like, that's one big thing is I would encourage students to, you know, check what their values are um, and, you know, see if that translates to this career like it did for me. Um, and a lot of times it does. Uh, this is a great, rewarding, you know, career that if that's one of your values, that's part of your value set, um, you're going to be fulfilled and and happy in your professional life.
0: Great. Uh, so I'm curious on the, on the fun side. I mean, you're a sports guy. So in any games you remember or or events that, that stand
1: out in your 40s. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big Sun Devil football fan, uh, still am, season ticket holder, all that. Um, those I mean those for as a as mediocre as a football team or people like to say that they're mediocre. Um, <laughs> you know there's been some great moments in in Tempe, especially when I was a student um, at football games, you know, we got the CS take down Michigan State, you know, at home. Here, you know, hundred degree September night. Yeah, <laughs> welcoming a team from, uh, you know, East Lansing, Michigan. That was, yeah. that was awesome. A ranked team. Um, got to see Patrick Mahomes before he was really Patrick Mahomes. Oh, that's
0: right. I w- I was at that game. I-, yeah. I forgot that Patrick Mahomes was on that team. It was a, yeah. like fifty to forty-eight or something. Was the was, awesome. was crazy. Higher than
1: that. It was yeah, like sixties. Yeah. We yeah, Kalen Balazs. You set the. Single yeah. mm-hmm. tied the single um, game touchdown record for yeah. NCAA. Um, that was a crazy game. Uh, we beat number five Washington at home. Um, my high school quarterback was the quarterback for I'm Washington. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And we, uh, you know, uh, shut down their playoff hopes. So, yep. yeah, son of football, big one for me, um, along with all the, you know, intramural sports glory that. I was, a yeah. partner, but yeah,
0: no, I I understand those stories yeah. too. Yeah. Well, hopefully, issue football is back on the right track with Dillingham. I think that's the right hire, but we'll see. Um, oh. so, 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 I think a lot of our listeners are, are going to be students. Uh, and as I'm sure you remember, one of the most stressful things is internships. Uh, so, so, let's well, first, why don't you tell people what your internship was?
1: Yes. And uh, you're right about it being stressful. It was. Leading up, but um, it worked out, and I'll kind of explain that in a second. So, my, uh, my internship was with the city of Tempe, um, Parks and Recreation Department. Um, and I was part of, I was one of two people who helped launch their Playmobil program, um, after school program um, for community youth. That was free. Um, went to local parks. We had um, sports equipment, games, activities uh, to keep, you know, uh, students engaged after school. Um, out, if they weren't enrolled in, you know, after school programs or weren't going to our community centers, but elected to hang out at the park, um, we gave them something to do. Um, a lot of it. A lot of them like to play basketball. <laughs> the more structured uh, activities too of. Um, of, you know, being engaging and, you know, playing sports after school, which was a really cool um, opportunity.
0: How did you find your internship?
1: I found it on Indeed. I was just looking. Um, so I had an internship sort of lined up. Um, one thing came to the other and it wasn't lined up like it was supposed to be. Um, and I don't know if that was just not clear communication with me on like, you know, the hours requirements, stuff like that. Um, but anyways, that fell through. So it was like December and I was just looking for things. Um, happened to go on Indeed and see, you know, this posting for the Playmobil. I had a limited experience like working um, in youth sports or, you know, after school programs or stuff like that. I mean, I was a summer camp counselor, stuff like that. but. I wasn't, it wasn't completely aligned with sports like I would have wanted in my internship. Um, So I took a chance on something like that, did something a little outside my comfort zone and um, really enjoyed it.
0: Uh, So we asked students to submit some questions, um, what they would ask, like to ask alumni. And I love this question. So I'm going to read it exactly as they submitted it. Uh, so so tell us a little bit more about your mindset when you graduated. Was there any fear, imposter syndrome, or any anxiety as you entered the field? And how did you push past those feelings?
1: Um, for me, this this answer is a little, might be a little different because as a student, I also worked within Seminole Fitness. Um, so I'm still working amongst a lot of my peers now are who were my supervisors and yeah. and, you know, bosses back then so I still um uh, I'm still feeling the imposter syndrome a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's it's a funny feeling but I think and what I've what I've done and what I've kind of would suggest to is just you know I mean don't put pressure on yourself to to prove yourself but you know just come to work do your job and it'll kind of fall into place um I don't think my um supervisors or anything like that see me as the student i was because i'm so you know beyond and so much more developed than i was back then and what i'm doing now and um that that kind of those kind of feelings from them i'm sure have gone away but i can't help but feel it myself that i'm still in that role as a normal yeah yeah as a young professional but um like i said just you know stick to, to what you're good at believe in yourself um and you should be able to push past those feelings
0: great so tell us a little bit about more about your job what is it you do as a sports coordinator
1: yeah so i'm in kind of a an interesting and i feel like you know under the radar sector of recreation um that is campus recreation so uh, if you didn't know we have camp we have full-time Um, professional staff on all four campuses, overseeing all of our Sun Devil fitness complexes. Um, This is the same for, you know, every university across the country of um, full-time professionals who oversee operations, programs, uh, facilities uh, dedicated to student recreation. Uh, So I got my start in it as a student, as an intramural official, um, did that for three years and kind of followed the the lead of my um, of my supervisor at the time uh, to get into this industry and i love it
0: um and so, so you were already working there but how did you get this specific job
1: yeah so i pursued a graduate assistantship um, that's something that's pretty common in the higher education field whether you're in athletics or campus recreation or um, any research, um, industry as well. Uh, you go to grad school, um, depends where you go, but usually for, uh, for free or for a heavy discount and with a stipend Mm -hmm. attached to it. So I was lucky to go to grad school, um, for free and pursue Mm -hmm. a master's degree in sports management. Um, I was the graduate assistant Mm -hmm. for shared facilities at Washington State University, Uh, So I oversaw kind of like, uh, well, I oversaw um, athletic fields, pools, um, a tennis field house, like things I never really pictured myself um, managing and overseeing. Um, I got to do, you know, while I was in grad school for two years. And that eventually led me right back here to ASU because I knew I wanted to, you know, be a Sun Devil again and work in this environment and give back to the the community that you know I kind of grew in
0: yeah great so what what advice would you give to a student who was interested in a similar job
1: yeah so again the networking piece um you know pick the brain of like I you know talked to you um when I was a student a lot about this um you have a background in, in campus recreation so kind of opened my eyes to some things as far as graduate assistantships, stuff like that and then um, from there I talked to you know my supervisors within intramurals about their experiences and started to connect the dots of you know this is something that people pursue um, this is like this is a career I didn't know about it so I was starting to open my eyes to it um, so my advice would be yeah to you know network, ask questions, um, you know, don't be scared off by like having a master's degree. Um, if you want to work in higher education, it's, you know, great to have one. Um, but there's certainly ways for you to either have a full-time job and pursue a degree. Uh, that's something that's very popular here at ASU in particular, um, or, you know, come into this industry with a bachelor's degree. Um, so, you know, meet people, ask those kind of questions um if you're interested it doesn't have to just be sports um we oversee you know the downtown uh facility here is 84,000 square feet and with you know 20 plus fitness programs a week are, you know 20 plus sports leagues a year um aquatics you know a pool um nutrition education health promotion health education Uh, there's a lot that's you know offered within Mm -hmm. campus recreation um, that you know you kind of you kind of see as a student but don't think about so much behind the scenes of who's you know administrating all that (laughs) so maybe if you're interested in something that's going on on campus maybe ask around of like you know who's who's your boss (laughs) (laughs) who who can i talk to to get involved in something like this (laughs)
0: okay okay so you're just School of Community Resources Development. So we talk about how our different majors make communities better. Sometimes say majors that make a difference or careers that make a difference or majors that change the world. So how does what you do now, how is it making communities better?
1: Yeah, so I love that I get to engage with, you know, the ASU community and the, particularly the students. Um, you know, my best memories and best experiences were being able to play sports again. Um, while I was at college, you know, still having that competitive edge and instinct um, and being able to, you know, blow off that steam or like, you know, um, satiate that that edge while not being in the, you know, youth sports environment like I was, um, you know, I get to bring that experience to students um, here now as a professional, um, it's like engaging with, like this is, students have like everything at the, the palm of their hands. Like, it's just really cool to like be here and um, give those experiences back and be a part of like the things that they love so much while they're at school. Yeah, um, yeah that's
0: and, and, and there's a lot of research out there um, and you probably know about people who participate in. Campus recreation are happier, healthier. They feel stronger since community, stronger ties to their schools. I'm not stuff about grades, but I wouldn't be surprised that they don't be better grades as well. So certainly yes. a huge service to the students and the community. Uh, before we leave talking about your job, uh, I want to give you a chance. So we anticipate it'll be students largely listening to this. Anything you want to plug? Um, you want students to know about campus rec and what you've got going on?
1: Yeah. So you know, come on by to the. Sun Devil Fitness Complex. Uh, we have a location on all four campuses, so it doesn't matter what campus you're at. Um, in the Valley, we do have a location there. Um, from there, you can see kind of our programs and services, like I had mentioned, our intramural sports, which is what I'm what I'm into. We have uh, flag football, you know, volleyball. Um, that's kind of starting out our school year. Then we get into some basketball um, soccer, uh, softball, all those kinds of things. We hit pretty much all the major sports, um, and along with more as far as leagues and events and activities. Uh, so check out imleagues.com ASU, or, um, you can visit our fitness.asu.edu website to see everything else that's offered like, um, our group fitness classes, um, you know, nutrition education, health education, uh, CPR, safety ed, um, aquatics. You know, we have a lot to offer here. Um, I probably missed some stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> go, so go go over and it. check. Yeah, go, go, go repeat. so I will repeat. So am,
0: leagues dot, uh, I am leagues dot com slash ASU. And what was the
1: other yeah. one? Uh, Fitness.asu.edu. Great, great. Good.
0: Check this out, um, get involved. Uh, so, random question for you. What is the most unique intramural sport that ASU offers? It could be uh, t- or downtown.
1: Easy answer. Um, fortunately, we don't offer it downtown as uh, right now, but that would be uh, Pool Battleship.
0: Oh, yes. Pool I know. Battleship pool Battleship. Yeah.
1: is the coolest intramural sport. Um, uh, I can't remember if it's going on. It usually goes on this time in Tempe. I feel like they might have moved it, but Anyways, it is not like Battleship, the board game. It's not like that boring board game. <laughs> you actually get into a pool. Um, you're in canoes. You're it's like a team of four. Um, like three are in the boat, one's outside as a navigator, and you're trying to sink the other per, other people's ship. Um, don't worry, we're in a pool. There's lifeguards. <laughs> um, it's a safe environment, but it's very fun. We equip you with some uh, some buckets to scoop water and throw it into the other people's canoe. Um, yeah it's a it's a great time. it's very unique and it's really just kind of like
0: I, I, I've never done it but I've seen it. it looks like a
1: blast. yeah just um, you know YouTube search, ASU pool battleship a lot of the videos are from when I was a student so some oh, that's of those were yeah for given interviews it's it's very funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: Two other things I want to talk about um, just quickly one is campus recreation in general. Uh, so you worked in campus recreation and also municipal for Tempe. Um, how are those things different? in well, let me just start there. How are those things different?
1: Yeah, so it's really the they're really the same and they're very similar. Um, it's really the communities are engaging. Um, I like that you know in campus rec it's very like deliberate. Um, you know, engaging with the ASU community, with a college community, college campus, and your, um, your focus is on improving the lives of students, improving the health um, and well-being of your respective campus. Um, municipal recreation provides a lot of benefits in that you can impact a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds, um, all the way from youth to, you know, senior centers, um, and that's What's really nice is if you have different passions, if you're passionate about youth development or senior services, like Missful Recreation has you know a spot for you. There's a lot of different communities and people that you can impact in what you do. Um, so either way you're impacting people, you're giving back to the community. It's just kind of a different looking community.
0: Yeah, great. Um, and then I wanna ask you about grad school. We've already talked about it a little bit. Um, uh, so let me just ask one question, like what advice would you give to students who are interested in graduate school?
1: Yeah, um, graduate school, um, it offers, what's what's great about it is that your cohorts are like, are much smaller. You have much more like one-on-one personal experience with um, with your faculty, with, you know, professors and And those that will guide you through the program. So I would encourage reaching out to um, those individuals um, and having conversations with them. That was, you know, a focal point when I went into my graduate program was, you know, sitting down with, um, like, I had one advisor who was my professor, Mm -hmm. um, sitting down for like an hour and talking about, you know, my aspirations, my values, what I want to do for a career, um, what I'm going to, what I'm deliberately going to do um, in that program to help set myself up for that career um, and what they can do to help me. So I think, yeah, I would encourage you to seek out, you know, your program and the faculty members within that program and um, have a conversation about you know, what this experience would be for you and um, how they can help you along the way. Great. Well, Chris, this is,
0: it's always fun to talk to you um, and to relive some your sport memories and, and your time here and to see you being successful. Um, also fun to have you still be a um, And we'll try to funnel more students to you. Uh, we'll get you out to our, our Spark Conference this year. Uh, yeah, I always appreciate you and everything you do. Yeah. And thank you uh, for doing this.
1: Yep. Thank you, Dr. Legas. Uh, yep. Always a pleasure. Um, yeah. You know, you were, you were uh, one of the first people to get me, you know, on the, the path to this campus recreation, <laughs> um, you know, profession. So I appreciate you for that.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a great career if you, if you lost No, yeah.
1: Thank you. I hope you
0: enjoyed that conversation with Chris as much as I did. The show is produced and recorded and all the things by me, Eric Legg, except for our intro music, which was written and recorded by Karina Hogan. In our next episode, we'll be talking to Manny Padilla, Manny's an alum, a former faculty member and a parks professional. Manny is passionate about the value of recreation and youth development, and I know you will enjoy him until next time. Thanks for listening. And if you are interested in learning more about one of our degrees and how you can make your mark on the world, You can find out more at scrd.asu.edu. SCRD is the abbreviation for our school. Again, that's scrd.asu.edu. Or email me at eric.leg.asu.edu. That's eric.leg.asu.edu. I promise I'll answer every email and I hope you enjoy our guest.